When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Wildcat Weekly Podcast. I'm Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the cat, Stan Weber, longtime color analyst, joining me now. Today's podcast presented by Prime Lending, offering a variety of home loan programs for everyone. Contact your local representative for home loans made simple. We're previewing the 2020 Kansas State football season. The Wildcats a year ago won eight games. We'll see what happens in 2020. And knock on wood, let's hope we we start the season on time. But today we preview the wide receiver position. And Stan, this is an interesting position because I think K-State has a lot of depth there. Now, you look at it, here's the bottom line. They have to replace a very productive guy and a very very much a leading guy in Dalton Schoen, but six of the top eight receivers from a year ago are back, and that's a great thing. Yeah, it is, and uh, these guys are way more experienced and accomplished right now. I think uh, when you thought about last season, they eased their way into last season, and now I think they're going to hit this season hard and ready, and they got all kinds of depth. So you can put guys in different situations. If you have a little injury issues or those kind of things, they'll be able to, to sub in. Uh, but there are a couple guys that have unique styles that are less replicable. I think Malik Knowles is really that guy, Wyatt. Uh, the the fifth-year senior has a body type and a style that most of the other receivers don't have. He becomes your veteran guy to really step in and be counted upon to be the go-to receiver when the opponent talks about at the start of the week in preparation who they're going to double-team. They probably should be putting Malik Knowles' name in first. Like he's the guy you got to worry about, and hopefully he has that kind of year for K State. And then Sebastian Taylor has continued to find his way and get better in little spurts here or there. You think about the big 48-yard touchdown reception he had against Texas Tech. That's going to be key, Wyatt, to give him confidence that he can get it done. But a big-bodied guy, six foot four, thick and strong. 
Uh, you know, K-State doesn't have other receivers that play the role that he does. So Knowles needs to be a star. Sebastian Taylor needs to play his role and be big and strong. And then once you go after that, you got guys who are more shifty, have speed, uh, are getting much better, can work from slot positions, even do some other things, get in the backfield, take a wide receiver running plays uh, with the little sweeps and things like that. Waikim Gill, uh, Joshua Youngblood, Philip Brooks, Landry Weber, uh, those guys all fit that role. That They've been out there, they made plays, it's not too big for them. They're ready to develop and, and kind of in the middle of their career uh, or early part of their career and ready to get better. Take that confidence level and the things that they learned last year and step it up another level. And then Seth Porter is uh, also a guy who's a special teams player who's fast and, and can get some things done. And Keenan Garber uh, redshirted last year, young man out of Lawrence. All of those guys, Wyatt, could be a factor in the wide receiving core. But I think Malik Knowles is the guy you got to look to and say you just hope he is, continues to grow and has a big year for K-State. Yeah, no question. And, and somebody has to take up a little bit of slack uh, in that meeting room with the coach uh, to take Dalton Schoen's place. You wonder about some of those guys that you mentioned. I, I think Malik may be one of those guys that that, that could happen for. I, I, at least I hope so. Yeah, I think it, it comes naturally when you get to be a fifth-year senior and when you're kind of the lead dog, you're the, you're the guy that people are counting on on the field, your leadership skills uh, step up a, a little bit more. So I would not be surprised at all if Malik Knowles plays that role. But the way that room works is, you know, the, my understanding of it is is that there's a group mentality, Wyatt. It's a very good room. Uh, we've talked about at K-State football and Chris Kleiman that a lot of guys better be ready to play. Well, that wide receiver crew really knew that last year. Uh, there were a lot of guys, and they were all getting in the game, all getting opportunities to play in the real offense, uh, in special teams, all of that. So they have been a tight-knit group, and they kind of lead with a group of guys. Um, but you, you got guys like Malik Knowles, whose play on the field automatically gives him a respect level in the, the room. If he speaks up, everyone's going to listen. Or he also can do it by example. A guy like Joshua Youngblood, is such a talent that you, you always kind of gravitate toward, wow, he has a spark about him, you know, or a Philip Brooks. But I think when you look at the next level of veterans growing up, Waikim Gill Wyatt is a senior. I think he's going to show a leadership component to it. And then and Landry Weber, uh, obviously I'm around Landry a lot more than I thought I'd ever be with this <laughs> COVID-19 stuff. Yeah, yeah. When, when Landry moved out a few years ago, Wyatt, we thought, you know, he might be home a week here or a week there. That's it. He's grown up. He's gone. Uh, now I find he lives in my house. You know, it's it's crazy. It's it's one of the good things of the bad. You know, I wish he were at K-State and with the students and doing spring ball and those kind of things. But the fact is, he's around. Um, you know, he's a SAC uh, representative to the Big 12 for the male side of K-State. Um, you know, he, he has those leadership uh, possibilities and, and opportunities. So, and he, heck, it's hard to believe why. I remember you met him when he's a little kid, real small. Yeah. But do you realize he's really getting ready for his fourth year, senior year academically of, of school at K-State? I mean, I, I know, know he's only a junior in football. But so uh, he is all grown up. And uh, he and Waikim Gill, I think, are a couple of guys that will be in there leading with the youngers. But it's my understanding, you know, being around Stanton, and he's involved with the K-State football program as an analyst, and Landry, um, that this group, all last year has just done a great job of working together. And that's a, 
a real compliment to Jason Ray, their wide receivers coach who played for Mizzou, if you didn't know that. Uh, he's done a great job of facilitating a group leadership component. And no disrespect to Dalton Schoen because he did a great job. But why they're all on board. They're all pulling in the right direction, the same direction. It was a room that was totally bought into Chris Kleiman football. And uh, I think that's going to continue and pay dividends as that group now really grows up the the attributes that they bring, the capabilities of having multiple catches that is a really big group of guys right now. And they believe in each other and they take turns. You know, they don't care if you kick off, get a kickoff return for a touchdown or I block for it. They don't care if you make the catch or I make a block on a running play. They really are wanting to do what's best for K-State. And they're not worried about their playing time because it's not all or nothing. It's we're all going to be needed. So it's, it's a big group, big group of guys that K-State can count on Wyatt, and uh, I think that they're going to improve. They're going to do some things and surprise some people. I agree with that, and I think you really bring up an interesting point because I, I think I counted at least three guys that you mentioned in that group of receivers that probably, in all fairness, started their careers getting on the field at Kansas State in special teams. And Landry was like that, certainly. Um, uh, Philip Brooks, obviously, and, and we saw what Phillips did uh, Philip did last year and what Josh did last year in the return game, but you have to have those other guys to to make that success complete. The, uh, they'd be the first to tell you without those blocks they can't get to where they are. And 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 we've we've seen many receivers over the course of time at K State have an impression both on the field, both in special teams and in the wide receiver core. No doubt about that. Yeah, it's cool that special teams are valued. It gives you experience to know you can play on the field. But, you know, I'll mention a Seth Porter. Wyatt, he was on some special teams already last year. Yep. You know, very fast and has a potential as a receiver as well. But here's the best example of what you're talking about. Okay, Joshua Youngblood or Josh Youngblood, however you want to talk about it. Wyatt, that rolls off the brain and the tongue so easily for K-State fans everywhere. I mean, Josh Youngblood, we all know about him. He's established, man. He is good. He's dominant. He's, he's exciting. He's made big plays. All those things are true, and yet I'll point this out. Do you realize, Wyatt, that Josh Youngblood only had nine receptions last year? <laughs> I thought that's where you were going to go. It's a great Isn't point. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. You, just, you just accept, like, man, we got a receiver here. We got a guy we can count on. He scores touchdowns. He's shown great leadership. Coach Kleiman's talked about him for a long time. There's no reason why we shouldn't just get a big smile on our face when you mention Josh Youngblood. Yet – he only caught nine passes. That just shows you there's so much more. I mean, he really hasn't been out there catching a ton of passes yet. So this group of guys that we can count on or experience have so much growth. That's what's cool. They're going to get better, and they're going to be bigger factors in this, in, on this team. So that's the exciting part. The, the, the depth part that you got to worry about, Wyatt, I, I, just do, I think Malik Knowles is a guy that's going to be hard to replace. True. So he, he battled injuries last year. K-State was a much better offensive team. When he was available, uh, Sebastian Taylor needs to step up and be, play more of the helpful role as a big wide receiver and continue to grow. Uh, but Malik Knowles is, is a special guy, and it's his year. You know, it's his fifth year, senior year. I uh, want to see him have a big year for K-State. Just, uh, you know, cross your fingers and hope that he's healthy because he is something that other teams are going to worry about if he's out there to play. They were already worried about him when he was out there last year. I guess one more thought about Joshua Youngblood there, because you, I, I thought you were all over it there with, with just nine catches, but is an All-American return guy. 
what you've played the game. What does it take for him to take that next obvious step and become more of a not only reliable receiver but a big play guy that, that frankly, K-State needs with his speed and, and his ability to, to change a game? you got to be very keen with your technique, Wyatt. Um, the thing that he did, the easy way to explain what he did on the kickoff return is he got the ball secured. He was, by definition, in open space, and then he needed to go get into uh, the, the strategy and the challenge of getting through that group of defenders chasing down after you. That's hard. But the ball was already secured, and he was already in open space. Okay? Uh, the difference is when you're a receiver, you're rarely are in open space and you've got to secure the ball. So your catching capability has got to be so perfect, but the little steps of getting open, when you run that route, Wyatt, and you're open by five feet instead of two feet, it's all the difference in the world. Because if Joshua Youngblood gets the ball in his hands, we know that he's going to be dangerous and, and go, go to the house dangerous, okay? But if you're only two feet open, you catch the ball, you got a seven-yard gain, boom, you knock you over, you're down. Okay, Uh, that's not the kickoff return touchdown guy we're talking about. That's just a receiver. He's got to work to be reliable to just do that. I'm not cutting down anybody who catches a seven yard pass. That's hard, hard work. But what Joshua Youngblood's going to have to do is run that route so perfectly and be as good a receiver as anybody else is technique wise. So that if he accidentally gets that route run so well and Skyler delivers the ball that he has five feet. Now the first defender's gone. He is not going to make the tackle and Joshua's got open field. So Courtney Messingham's right now trying to draw up plays to get Josh into open field situations, almost kick return-like, okay? That's mm-hmm. something that he's trying to do. But it's going to really be uh, forget the kick return game and become a great receiver, and that's what he needs to do. He just needs to get out there and run routes and, and be as good a route runner as there is on the team. Don't just rely on your breakaway abilities because you're never going to break away in normal offense if you can't do the techniques first to get open. And every, I'm just, I could say six inches, Wyatt, not a foot. I mean, every six inches difference that you get open can be the difference between just catching a ball or turning it up and going 5, 10, 30, 50 yards further. No doubt. Well, that's a quick look at the wide receivers, and it is a group that we are excited about going into the new season and one with some depth, depth, and we'll see how that plays out. Our program today presented by Prime Lending, offering a variety of home loan programs for everyone. Contact your local representative for home loans made simple. Next time on the show, we will take a look at the defensive line, uh, tackles and ends. That will follow next week. For Stan Weber, I'm Wyatt Thompson. Thanks so much for listening, and go Cats! Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.